Hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep, getting to sleep. Welcome. I hope I believe you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're, we're going to do the rest. What is the rest? Well, uh, I'm going to uh, distract you from whatever's running through your brain, whatever's racing through your mind, whatever's got you tossing and turning, whatever rigmarole your your thought thoughts are, you know, brain you know brain stuff. That's what I like. To, it's the easiest way to say it. Brain related, BRAs maybe brain related annoyances. I don't know, maybe I, mean, I don't know. Something like that. Whatever's running through your brain at like a mile a minute. And meanwhile, you're like, hey man, I'm trying to get to sleep. I'm going to distract you from that. Tonight, I'm just going to talk. I'm going to talk about a recipe. And it's going to be real slow. And I'll, you know, kind of try to use it. I'll say, hey, you know, what's up with uh, chickpeas? What, what is it? Is it a gar-, gar, why, you know, is it a westernization? Was it a garbanzo bean? And someone's like, oh no, I don't buy those. But I, chickpeas, I love. I love those chickpeas. But those people with their garbanzo beans, that, like, a, that would be, and then I'd say, well, I don't know, Grandma. Let me look into this for you. Turns out they're the same thing, Grandma. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, no, they're not. Uh, first of all, the chickpea is uh, whatever. So that would be kind of what the podcast could be like. It, it, but it would be even slower than that. And and you just listen, and I'll drone on. I'll, I'll lull on. I'm going to give you the pointless meanders that you need. You just listen a little bit. I'm like your friend that came over. Or I guess like a, a, a kindly old woman that you don't have, you know, that's not a member of your family, so you have like uh, hot button issues with them. Like your your roommate's mother that you find so amusing, even though she she's like, oh god, she's here, she's spending the night. She, did you know my mother talks all night? Meanwhile, you're like, I love it when she she talks about chickpeas one night for twelve hours. I never slept better. So that's me, a crazed old woman talking about chickpeas and saying, uh, you know, pejoratives about people that use garbanzo beans. And I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I had I'd erase that, but, it, 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 but yeah, I'd, maybe I'm not that woman, but maybe I play her in, in some nights. But that's it. If that made any sense to you, congratulations. The podcast is 100% for you. If it didn't, Try out the podcast, see, see what you think. It's here to make you, help you fall asleep, to distract you from whatever you're worrying about or thinking about and uh, let, you, let you drift off into dreamland. I hope it works for you because uh, I got nothing to lose. It, you know, if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. I hope you, honestly, I've suffered a lot on sleepless nights, so I hope you find something that does. If you want to check out our show notes or older episodes, we're at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. If you want to get a hold of us, the best way to do that, Twitter's pretty good, at Dearest Scooter. Facebook's good, Sleep With Me Podcast on Facebook. You can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, I love hearing from you guys. It would be great if, if you have anything to say or share. It helps me keep keep it going, get, get you know, 
get over the the self-critical hump that keeps, you know, would, would impede me being boring. Perfection, you know, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to this boring stuff, believe me. I'm like a, uh, um, uh, I guess I'm, I don't know what I'm like because it's not a, but anyway, I'm here to help you fall asleep. I hope I do that. If you want to help out the show, best way to do that is join our One Listener Initiative. And I'll put on my radio, fake radio, fake, f- faking, faking voice hat where I say, hey, if you want to join the One Listener Initiative, you can help this podcast by just helping us find one listener for 1% of you listening right at this moment tomorrow. Find just one person that says, hey, and you listen to them and they say, oh boy, Larry, you wouldn't believe uh, my toe fungus has got me so worried that I just can't sleep. I'm like tossing and turning. And it's like, you know, I'm like, what, what should, should I get lasers or should I just do over the counter? Or what is that medicine I heard about? Uh, I heard it gives you, gives you purple spots though in your eyes. And then you say, no, no, Larry, that's purple spots on your skin. I heard you wrote about Brad, remember? And say, oh, no, yeah, can you can you be fired for having purple spots? Well, technically you can because, you know, we are, uh, you know, we do, I don't know, our job requires us not to be spotted. But anyway, you know, I know you have a strange sense of humor. So I listen to this podcast. It's about this guy. He kind of just talks. We call it, you know, gives people the lulls, he says. And he just he chatters on. It might help you sleep. It may, you know, keep you from thinking about that toe fungus or the purple spots or that laser beam. I heard from uh, Janet that the laser beam, her nails were too shiny. It shot off and uh, burned off some of her uh, forehead hair, uh, which was a bonus. But, um, you know, left but not all of it. So it's, that makes it more weird. But but they might you know the good good news for the corporation that created the toe fungus laser because that is uh you know uh, you know hair forehead dehairifier is a big deal but yeah you should check it out so if one percent of you guys can come up with something more succinct than that to share with another person that you say hey you can't sleep check this out it might work for you it might not I hope it does. But I like this podcast, helps me sleep, or this guy's like generally not irritating most of the time, except when he, you know, talks about weird stuff like toe funguses. But um you know, that's it. The podcast will work out just fine if we have, you know, one percent of you tell somebody about the podcast tomorrow. It would be better than just fine, I think. And uh you know, that's it. So if you want to help the podcast, let somebody know. I know a ton of you have, and I thank you so much for that. So, yeah, just let somebody know, and I appreciate it. Thanks so much, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Thank you. So I'd like to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does our music. Scotty and Jennifer, who are responsible for layers of purple and pur- purpleness and the smiling, smiling smiles. Of our artwork, Lord and Lady, Defrenish, Schrader, Silvertone, Baroness, Funders from Down Under. I, mean, I don't think I've heard from the Funders, but I'll check in on them. General, I haven't heard from you. All the other name people. I got a lot of new people to thank, though. I want to thank uh, Elisa for the email, Southern Girl Beth Ann for the email. Thank you both for uh, lifting my spirits. Mark T for the freaking. Uh, 
Uh, I'm going to share it on Twitter and Facebook. But a wonderful little gift. Thanks, Mark. And a wonderful letter. And, yeah, I'll I'll figure out. I'll get back to you. The good news, bad news, I'll get back to you, though. Uh, One thing, the Divine Miss M also sent me a couple of cool things in the mail. Thank you. Laura S. over on Facebook. Grant. Joseph H. Sharon like a sharer. Joel. Chris M, Flannery, Faye, all, all, you know, bringing me smiles and, you know, bringing me smiles and helping break through my, uh, my, I guess you guys are breaking through my comfort zone too in some sense. My uncomfortable, you're taking my frown, uncomfortable frown zone and turning it upside around, inside out, something. iTunes reviews, though, let's transition Oh, no, my phone just went out. Uh, fiery butt sex. <laughs> you got me there, fiery butt sex. Oh, it's S-E-C-T-S, too. That's great. Uh, fiery butt sex says this totally works. Well, they say this totally works. Fiery butt sex. February tw- They were having it February 21st, 2015. Fiery, uh, that could mean a whole lot of different things. So, uh yeah, I guess many, most of which I don't want to think about, fiery butt sex. Uh, but they also say they don't write reviews. That's always a great review. Thank you. Uh, say slip, sleep aid, help you drift off. Might sound like the ramblings of a maniac. But if you d- dig deeper, you realize it's a, a ravings. They say something. Like, ravings of a lunatic is a, a egomaniacal lunatic. And it could be engrossing and boring, of course, listening to that type of person. I'm like the uh, J.K. Simmons of, uh, uh, well, I'm nothing like that character, except in my egomaniacal search for what is boring. (laughs) I don't even know. Give it a shot. Hell, it's free. And then K.M.L. Groton. K.M.L. Groton. That sounds like a ship, like a, a shipping ship. Yeah, where the hell's my if where the hell's my Fitbit? Oh, it's off uh, off uh, the coast in the KML. It's in the KML Groton. Uh, KML Groton says something real nice. He says we're good. Sorry, listen. A few weeks ago, no longer dread going to bed. Wake up, put it back to sleep. Not sure if it's my voice or my rambling. Neither. It is the uh, uh, um. Soothing tones of my neighbors doing laundry. That's the secret of the podcast. It's out now. Uh, or sometimes if I'm forget, oh, forgot I was recording a podcast. I already started the laundry. Uh, or at night, like tonight, it's like, oh dear, I should have started the laundry because I'm going to need it tomorrow's Monday. Oh, oh boy. Uh, what am I going to do? <laughs> anyway, thank you guys. That's a problem you guys can't help me with. All I can say is uh, thank you and you're welcome. All right. All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's, uh, I was thinking, well, what are we going to do? It's uh, the long uh, President's Day weekend. It's Sunday night. Or someone's not Sunday night. I don't know any idea. It's Sunday afternoon. And uh, I was thinking, well, we I have to pack in some extra recordings here. I was like, okay, there's a, let's do another real-time recipe because I'm pretty sure I haven't covered this recipe. I was trying to review the real-time recipes in my head because I didn't think to do it before I sat down and recorded. But I'm pretty sure we did the flatbread pizza one, meatball one, 
and then the um, uh, creamy pasta one. I hope I didn't do this already. If I did, I guess I'll make this into a bonus episode. But uh, so it's time for another real-time recipe. This is a a, a little recipe called uh, breadcrumb. What do we call it? I guess I'll think of it. Hopefully, I'll think of a gooder name, better. Hopefully, I'll think of it. a more interesting name. But it's uh, red olive and chicken breadcrumb pasta. And I don't know. I never even heard of this breadcrumb pasta till about six months. Now I'm getting deja vu. Did I? We already record this. I don't know. It's too, you know, we're we're I'm behind the mic now. Um, I had dinner at my brother's girlfriend's sister's house. I think that's where it was, and they had served breadcrumb pasta. And I said, "Wow, this is—I don't know if I've had this before." And I'm not exactly—I'm not exactly Don Juan DeMarco of restaurants, so it's not like I'm going out to eat all the time. And if I go out to eat, I'm probably there's about a 98 percent chance I'm not ordering pasta because you know I'm at a—you know—I'm not gonna. But anyway, they, it was good, and I said, "Huh, I make this again. Very um, family friendly." But also, uh, this wasn't a dating situation, but, you know, if you were on it, I think if you were cooking for a third or fourth or fifth date, this would be a good meal to cook. Kids would eat this. A lot of kids would. Kids that like olives, but you could always take the olives out if they don't like olives and add something else in. But so this is a breadcrumb chicken olive pasta is what I'm calling it for now. B-A bread. Breadcrumbs, one word. Breadcrumb, chicken, olive, B. Bread, chicken, B, C, O, P, or B, C, O, P. Um, B, cap. Yeah, B, cap. B, cap. B, cap uh, recipe. <laughs> you want to be a cap? Well, you eat some B, cap. So it's uh we're gonna get, why don't we um you, you know well, let's get my uh magical car and I'll meet you at the entrance to oh yeah there we are red Trader Joe's hi good to see you again let's uh head in how about you oh you're bringing a cart thank you uh quick question I don't know are you a cart sterilizer or non sterilizer no judgment just curious pure curiosity mm, okay and why what's your theory huh Interesting. Oh, wow. I never even thought about it that way. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, let's go in here. We're going to hang right as we always do because uh, that's the nature of this uh, way out of this particular store. And we're going to, what do we, I don't have a shopping list, believe it or not. I said, let's wing it. We're going to hang, we're going to roll past the vegetables and uh, past the cheeses. And lunch and meats, prepared foods, I think they call that section there. I'm going to take this right or left. I guess this is a left. But really, we're not turning. We're just following the uh, layout of the store. And we're going to come up here on the chicken uh, meat section. We're going to grab the uh, one of those packages of chicken thighs, all-natural chicken thighs. And this may, you know, open up some debate Uh that I say, well, I, you know, I'm not sure I'm quite in the, um, uh, per, you know, income bracket for organic chicken thighs. And they're boneless, by the way. And, but, uh, you know, I, I don't even know if Trader Joe's sells non-natural. Well, I don't even know what it means, but I buy it. And you might say, well, what, if we, well, well, what about uh, heart disease? What about uh, cholesterol? Um, 
What about, you know, uh, high-protein chicken breasts, low-fat? I said, well, a couple of things about it I've noticed over time. I'm glad you brought that up. It's a good question. Is the chicken thighs, one, they're easier to cook. Two, they cook their own fat um, means you don't have to use any extra fat, even though we'd use probably olive oil. Yeah, they're thinner, so they cook through without a problem. They, they don't overcook because of their fat content, in my opinion. If you uh, don't salt and pepper them before cooking, they, they don't, you know, you can, they don't do, they do just fine. Uh, whereas the chicken breast, you know, it can get dry. It's, th- you got to pound it out maybe, you got to salt it. Or, you know, I find the uh, thighs, and they're more flavorful, in my opinion. Uh, just, and I, you know, I figure here's my two cents here. If you're cooking at home, and overall this is going to be a fairly, I, I think chicken chicken thighs. Now, I'm not a dietitian, I'm not a doctor, barely. I'm barely, I mean, I can barely function in the outside world, but, um, you know, it's just my opinion. It's chicken, and more affordable, so... You know, what's going to keep our heart in better shape, frugality, or, you know, low-fat chicken breast? I don't know. Maybe each person walks their own path, even in the supermarket, where there seems only one path. There's many different ways to navigate these aisles. So we got the chicken, basically. Now we're going to, um, let me rack my brain here. What's the next thing? Let's take a, a double left and uh, just for uh, run through the frozen food section. You know, see, check, they got any new ice cream in there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, keep an eye out because they, I, I, I hate to, you know, we were just talking about health. Now, if you want a treat, I tried these. There they are, the uh, butter cookie with... Um, the cookie butter in between those, you could grab those or not. They, they, they tend to be devilish. I, I tend to eat, they come in, uh, there's three sections each box. I think the recommended dosage is two cookies. Not possible in my opinion, but uh, they're, they're, they're good. I, I'll probably burn out of them pretty soon. I'm on my second box. But, you know, grab those if you if you want a treat. Okay, we're going to come to the end of this frozen food aisle. We're going to hang a double right. Oh, wait a second. You're going to... Flowers. I don't think I've had flowers in my residence, my apartment in... Um, hmm. Have I ever... Has there, I mean, I've had some lavender, which was a gift from a listener. And then uh, some uh, ragweed-type flowers, which is a gift from uh, a, a young child. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good idea. I hope, hopefully I don't sneeze in your face or in your food. But you know, a beautiful, beautiful, great idea. And, uh, you know, okay. Um, we're going to hang after you get those, those flowers. We're going to go here. We're going to see the breadcrumbs, which... Should look familiar to you as we've purchased them here before. You could purchase chicken thighs and breadcrumbs almost anywhere. So this is pretty universal. But you got to grab those breadcrumbs. You may even have some at your house, but I don't know if I have any of mine. And then here's the olive uh, section, olive and olive-related products here. Now, a couple of opinion points. One is... uh, well, a couple opinion points. What was my point? Um, I, I'm, a, I'm not an olive snob, but I would uh, avoid canned olives for this recipe. They tend to be flavorless. 
and you really want to olive punch these kamakata olives or however you say it, kamalata, kamalata olives, kamalatas, whatever, the ones that start with a K. I find those good. Let's buy a jar of those. There's two ones at this Trader Joe's. And I figured out that both weigh the same, even though the jars say different. One is like the net weight and one's the, but but they have the jumbos and the regulars. I, I'm not sure there's a difference, but what you, you close your eyes and pick. Oh, great choice, great choice. So we got a jar of olives. And I know you're, you might be saying, wow, this isn't exactly the cheapest recipe. You're right. But I usually can get a one dinner to two dinners and uh, two to three lunches. If you get one dinner for two people, then you usually get three, a minimum of three more lunches out of that. So that's one, two, three, five me- five total human meals for a, a minimum out of this recipe. So, And then here we go. We're in the same aisle. We got our pasta section. Now there's a a, a, a good selection of pasta here. Um, and this is a, this can be like, what do you got in your cupboard type, uh, recipe, but we could buy some spaghetti. They have this quinoa brown rice spaghetti. They have a whole, I always get something that's whole grain. I haven't tried the quinoa brown rice. Now I did look at the label. Strange irony is that the, uh, whole wheat has uh, more protein and, uh, fiber. So if you're worried about those chicken breasts, we might want to, the, now the quinoa brown rice has no gluten. So you got to decide what's going to be best for you if you're having a guess. Now you, you might not say, you might say, well, I don't know about spaghetti, which I would agree with. Uh, if, if, uh, you want to get some of those, uh, what are those called? Curly farfar now farfarelli or bows, um, uh, fusilies. I don't know what those are. Um, or maybe those are bows. For, for, for maybe everything that starts with an F is like a size of bow. But there's the spiral guys. Those are good. You could go with an elbow macaroni, though. That can be confusing for most people as they associate elbow macaroni with macaroni and cheese or some sort of a casserole dish. But that's your your opinion. You know, I'm not here to judge you on your pasta choices, but let's go with, you know, let's let's wing it. We'll buy a thing of spaghetti, anything in those, um, whatever the hell they're called, the ones that look like a, uh, you know, a corkscrew type thing. And then, you know, whatever, we'll cook it. We'll, we'll just decide on one. Now, again, uh, before we leave this aisle, uh, another couple notes we should discuss here is uh, how olive are you is a question. Because I tend to be, when it comes to olives, I like to say, I love it. I love it. And I love the opportunity to say, I love it. I love it. But I do. I love the taste of olives. So, uh, and, and then you say, well, who are you cooking for? Do they like olives? So I usually get this like olive tepanyan, I think they call it. They, I think they have one or two different ones here, a green and a black olive. Grab one of those and then you can say, well, this isn't quite olive enough for me. Let me toss some of this in there. And then you can keep it in your fridge, use it on pizza, uh, whatever. I don't know what a tepanade, um you know, other, t- you know, I don't know if you'd have it on crackers. Might be good. I don't know, but you know, any other olive, chopped olive, and other things to situation, you could have that good to go. 
Right, let's let's get a little shot of coffee here, you know. Uh, get up the old. Oh yeah, don't ask me about that girl that works here, because well, we already talked about it. Her boyfriend, she doesn't work here anymore, so I don't even get to have a faux romance with her. Shopping um, in your store and making eye contact with you once while I shop there, faux romance. Um, but you know. Yeah, I'm, 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 believe it or not, I'm shopping for another crush that works here. I have a couple candidates, um, but I don't want to out them uh, because it's like, well, I'm like, is that is, is she a candidate? I don't know, and not in a not in a judgment. Like it's like, uh, they have some be- beautiful beautiful people working here, um, but it's just like, uh, what, you know, what if I have to ask a lot of what ifs? What if uh, we will double eye contact or again I'm insane so it's like well we already locked eye contact for a little too long so does that exclude that person because uh, you know the possibility of them being attracted to me is definitely you know not attractive I know that sounds insane but you know that's just you know so anyway let's give our card a once over here so we have um, chicken pasta breadcrumbs Oh, olive oil. Can you grab a thing of olive oil just in case? I know just to cover all the bases. You you choose. You know, I, I would choose the Spanish olive oil, but you can choose whatever you wish. Okay, so let's see. Olive oil, breadcrumbs, chicken, pasta, olives. Uh, you might, you know, the one thing we might want to grab... Um, you got to decide. This these breadcrumbs are not seasoned, so you could buy that. Uh, they have like a twenty-one seasoning saute or something. They have uh, Trader Joe's. You could get that, or you could just make up your own little seasoning packet to season the breadcrumbs. But you probably want some seasoning. Uh, in my opinion, I would just grab that seasoning saute thing. And I think we're good. I, I may be forgetting something, but I can always invent it out of thin air. So let's, uh, I'll meet you back at my place. I'll be, you know, warming the water up in the in the cast iron grill that I use for my chicken breast. Uh, chicken uh, in the cast iron grill I use for the chicken thighs that we used for the uh, meatballs. All right. Oh, hey, hey, come on in. Uh, those flowers smell great. Oh, good to see you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And uh, no, there won't be any celebrities coming tonight. I'm sorry that. Uh, well, may, I mean, I don't know. There could be, but I'm 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 doubtful because I didn't invite any. Uh, the last time I, you know, it was a surprise that when Andrew McCartney showed up and Judd uh, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, was Emilio there? I can't remember if Emilio was there. Wouldn't it be wild if the cast of Young Guns showed up to help us make this pasta? Yeah, I mean, it could be unpredictable. You're right with Charlie. I hope he's well. I do, honestly. Um, Well, that killed him. Sorry. Who would have known a Young Guns reference would have killed? How's Lou Diamond doing, you think? Well, yeah, it really killed it. You'd think you'd bring up young guns, it would be safe for a good transition, but it wasn't. But those flowers look great. You look great. And the chicken thighs look, don't they don't look great because they're uncooked. But So let's get ready. Uh, we're going to fire up my cast iron grill that I use, a two-sided guy. We're going to use the grill side. 
and then we're going to spray it with a little olive oil, canola oil, whatever. And we're going to start the water boiling here. I already got it on the verge of a boil, believe it or not. And we're going to put the thighs on. You know, the water's boiling. We're going to throw it in uh, the pasta in there. I decided on the curly Q. I don't know. I can't read the packaging since it's in my imagination. It keeps just like a dream. It says flawfine pasta. Uh, so pralines, praline pasta. Oh, those were the purlines we had last time or whatever the proper pronunciation is, Mr. Pasta. Trader Giotto, excuse me. Trader Giotto, please do not, uh, you know, ban me from your kingdom of... Uh, so anyway, no no need to have jokes at tra- fake Trader Joe's character's expense because what if they turned around and started writing, making fun of my podcast and wonderful chalk art, uh, you know, in, in a display? No, well, that wouldn't be might be good for for the podcast. Well, yeah. figure out all the people that walk into Trader Joe's in a day probably. Uh, 20% have trouble sleeping, admit they have trouble sleeping, probably 50% actually do. Well, that's 50%, probably, hmm, probably less than 1% would, this podcast would fly, you know, but that's okay. It's, a, the, you know, not everybody's cup of tea. So I thought while we're waiting for the pasta to boil, we got about 11 Minutes here, chicken thighs are going to cook at actually the same rate. I usually do about five minutes a side, maybe less. Uh, I figure I was thinking I, I had a couple of things in my mind I want to talk about. Non-romance, I know last time we talked about, uh, I mean, I know last time we talked about, you know, uh, stuff, I, I'm, you know, wonderful stuff. But I was thinking about earthquake kits and, uh, you know, in disaster, I guess it would be in a general word, it would be disaster kits, you know, snowbound kit, power outage kit, unexpected situation kits. Because I've really been slacking and I've been re- lately, I've been like, okay, let's step, let's step up and actually do this thing. And I've been noticing, some, I don't know if it's internal resistance or laziness. So I want to run some uh, earthquake kit ideas by you and see maybe when you fly back to uh, the wonderful place, place you're from. Or, oh, you're from, you're my neighbor. Sorry, I forgot that. Uh, but, you know, imaginary, if you, you know, think about maybe we could exchange ideas because it's like uh, the big one they say is coming. And you might be prepared for it, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know about buying a pre-prepared kit because then I'm like, well, uh, what, what? then I get distracted and it's like, well, I also need a new pair of pants that I haven't bought yet either. And then I'm like, well, I actually need some socks. I haven't bought those. So what were we talking about again? That That's what goes on in my mind, not with us. So here's what I've done so far, which isn't much. I filled up uh, 12 uh, these liter plus bottles of sparkling water that I actually buy at Trader Joe's because I love drinking those. And I was like, originally I was like, because I think you need a gallon of water a day per person uh, for earthquake, they recommend about uh, three or four days of water. But you know, I mean, uh, also, you know, I don't want to bring up Katrina, but when you think about Katrina, 
I think that's the kind of uh, disaster you got to prepare for where where help is not going to be quickly on the way. So three days is probably not going to cut it. So I figure seven days, but I figure that then that's when I probably I don't have an earthquake kit done. Um, so I figure I put tw- I filled twelve of these up. I have no idea because they're not one quart or one liter. They're like one point three three something. So I don't know. Um, but I filled up twelve of those with water, and I didn't sterilize it. They said I said I looked on the internet. I was like, well. If you want to use them for drinking water, you got to sterilize them, mix uh, one part bleach with this much. And I said, whoa, that's too much. That's just some math and uh, bleach and was, uh, what's on TV, what's on the Internet, uh, what's my dog doing? Oh, hi, puppy. Let me pat your head. What? So I just filled them up with water. And actually, funny story uh, you know, this whole thing about earthquakes and they say, can animals predict earthquakes? My dog did predict our last earthquake we had. She, uh, was acting weird. And I said, why are you acting so weird? Like weirder than normal. Uh, I can't remember what she was doing, but it was weird. Weird, weirder, like a, she's a weird dog, but you know, it's like, that's weird for you. Uh, and then I said, "Oh, why? Why were you acting up? Maybe, maybe it's crying at a non-crying point. Or, I don't know." But then that, like hours later, there was an earthquake. So then the other night, she's doing the same thing. I can't remember what it was. And I say, "You're acting weird. I better fill up these bottles that I never purified, but I've been holding on to uh, with water." Uh, and I figured it was so they'd be like sanitation water for hand washing, bathroom usage, tooth, teeth brushing, real, if things were really emergency, probably could clean the water somehow and drink it. So I got those. So that's my earthquake kit so far is these 12 bottles of water, which you see here. Got them in a milk crate, which I, you know, used milk crate. And uh, I, then I bought four gallon jugs of water. So that's it for right now for my earthquake kit. Um, so I figure I got to get some more water, uh, drink drinking water like this water here. But it's like this takes up so much space. I'm like, where am I going to put this? And then I'm like, I, and then I had a thing of peanut butter that I, that I was going to use for the earthquake kit. But then I open, I ran out of. Uh, you know how much almond butter is? How expensive is that stuff? What the hell? Uh, when the hell did that shoot up? Why couldn't I buy stock in that? I think it's like seven fifty a jar. Peanut butter is like a dollar a jar for a generic. But I had a thing, a generic peanut butter I was going to put in the earthquake kit. And then I opened it and used it. And um, But I figured I'll get a peanut butter. That's uh, I think in a jar you probably got a couple thousand calories. So that could be like breakfast, two spoonfuls of peanut butter. And I know we're thinking of earthquakes. So, And then I figure some tuna fish. But then it's like, oh, God, tuna fish by itself. So maybe we find some. Do you know any uh, fast food places I could borrow as actually as a paying customer, get some lemon packets? You know, like 12 lemon packets for just my takeout today, some soy sauce, and then some hot sauce. If we had those, then tuna fish would be more edible, you know, because uh, we'd be able to detunify it with the lemon, soy sauce, and the hot sauce. 
So I figured that would be good for a lunch. So you'd have peanut butter for breakfast, maybe get some Cliff Bars, and then, you know, that's your treat. So a snack, then tuna fish for lunch, maybe get some canned vegetables, and then dinner. Hmm, I guess it'd be tuna fish again. I think Trader Joe's now has, like, canned chicken or canned fish. Well, we already had fish, which is sounds, yeah, not good, but... Uh, so then again, another thing I was thinking about these earthquake kits is like, do you, where do you put it? You know, it's an earthquake, right? So why have one earthquake kit? You know, I guess you'd say, well, why haven't zero? Correct. You got me on that. But it's like, I have these two old backpacks, which I have hidden under my desk at work. When I say hidden, just thrown under my desk at work, probably be on my next employee evaluation. I did not realize till like two weeks ago I was talking with someone at work. They're like, do you know they uh, do cleanliness of your work area as part of your evaluation? And I said, oh, God, no, please, please tell me no. And they said, yeah. And I said, oh, um, oh boy, that's not good. So, uh, but anyway, so I have those two backpacks. The reason, they're, you know, they're older backpacks. You used them a lot for running clothes, so they have some um, mustiness to them. Uh, so I, I, what if you had an earthquake kit, like, scattered around? Like, I have one in the, like, I live in this four-unit building. I have one in the closet here. And then, let me check the time. Don't worry, I just looked. we still got a few more minutes of cooking. I already flipped the chicken. Uh, you know, like, have one backpack, one gallon of water, peanut butter, cliff bars, tuna fish, corn maybe. And then dinner. We still got to figure out the dinner protein. Maybe like some insure uh, type stuff. Like uh, maybe some Gatorade, something else. Oh, and I have got instant coffee. That's the other thing I already had. In peanut butter, instant coffee, and water. That's my earthquake kit currently. But um, I think I have one can of sardines somewhere. But so we'll have a backpack out in the. We don't have a garage. It's kind of like an overhang, uh, and I don't have a car, but I could keep one out there. And then, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, then keep one in here, uh, like in a backpack, and then just have like a dried goods section in the kitchen here that if I would actually organize it, that'd probably be good for Earthquake. Be like, okay, well, we still have some dried goods in here. I mean, you could eat cereal. The cereal's not open, you see, in there. That's a frosted mini wheats, uh, maple. I like that. You, know, you could eat that for a couple of days before it would go bad. I mean, it would be dry for sure. Uh, but, you know, it's a disaster prepare, you know, prep kit. So that's been on my mind. Okay, we got to uh, take care of this uh, pasta now. So we're going to drain off the water here. And I just want you to take some cold, like just run cold water through the pasta. I'm going to take the chicken off and chop up the chicken. And then I'm going to sprinkle some salt and some of the seasonings on here, the seasonings we got at Trader Joe's, and toss the chicken in that, in this bowl. And that'll, just, that'll be seasoned chicken now. Now we're going to put the, rinse out the pasta. We're going to use the same pan we cooked the pasta in to make the uh, the rest of the meal. You know, it's not a one-pot meal. Probably 
but uh, it'll end up in one pot to get, you know, this pot. So we're gonna, what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to need your help, believe it or not. Uh, that's a great job. The pasta's cooled. I'm going to need you to uh, now take the colander and then put it over this bowl, this bowl here and dump the olive juice into that bowl so we save the olive juice, okay? And then I need you to chop those olives. Okay, great. Let me watch your t- – wow, you have a technique. Is that class? Is that a miranese or whatever they call it? Uh, mir- mirepoix? 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 Is that Poirot-style? Uh, yeah, you have knife skills. Very nice. So I have the chopped chicken here. So I have the chopped chicken. I'm, I'm heating the, the uh, pan back up, and I'm going to take this olive oil. I'm going to use like three, four, eh, four or five glugs. Uh, which is maybe, I don't, I have no idea. See, it's a decent amount. Now you say, whoa, yeah, unhealthy zone. You're right. And then we're going to take two-thirds of a cup of this, uh, uh, what do you call this, breadcrumbs. And, you know, you might say, okay, maybe you want to add some garlic in ahead of time for a few minutes. You could do that or some onion. I don't, I mean, then that's, that's a lot of work, though. Uh, that's why I just use the seasonings on the chicken. But, um. We're gonna put them in the. We're gonna put the uh, the olive oil's warm now. We're gonna put the uh, two thirds of a cup of breadcrumb in the olive oil. We're gonna stir it. Now you gotta make sure your olive oil point. I did not make medium. Medium. The pan's already hot, so you probably don't need it too hot. Because you want to burn the breadcrumbs, you just want to cook them a little bit. Uh, you know, heat them up like brown, lightly brown. They're already brown, so you just want to barely toast it. I guess barely. Okay, see how it's and it's clumping, so we got to make sure to keep stirring. Oh, great job on the olives. Okay, I want you pop open the uh, that uh, what do you call it, tapenade or whatever the hell they call that, the olive mix, and put a spoon in there just in case. Now, uh, as the chicken, uh, I mean, as the breadcrumbs go, now we're gonna toss the chicken in. And uh, we're gonna mix that in with, and you're gonna the chicken's almost gonna get breaded in a sense. Uh, but it, you know, there's so much olive oil in there, so we're just gonna stir that, heat it up, and the seasonings are gonna get mixed in. Keep stirring, keep stirring, yeah. And then we used all the olives. We're gonna shoot the olives in there, right? Okay, we're looking good. Keep stirring it, yeah, and. Uh, Keep going. Yeah, it's good. It's good wrist skills. Good wrist skills. Yeah, and and then we're gonna take the uh, what did I say? Maybe pasta. Oh wait. Oh, I just used half the chicken. You might notice. Uh, and we can use the rest later. As you might have noticed that as I went back in time to stop you from using all the chicken, you could use all of it. And if, as a matter of fact, if I wasn't doing a real, t- I might use it all. Um, but you know. And then you might even notice we went back in time again to say, hey, use half the bag of pasta, not the whole bag. Um, uh, because half a bag of pasta will get you four or five meals probably. But you could use the whole bag. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, sorry about that, I guess. I, I You know, time machine malfunctioning. So that's good. So we got that going. Um, so now we're back at present time. Half a bag of pasta, half the chicken pasta's in there we're putting the pasta back in with the bowl with everything else we're stirring we're stirring we're heating it through and you'll notice it's getting coated 
uh, with the, the breadcrumbs, the olives. And, and this is where you start to, uh, you have to start to uh, kind of be a, uh, a cook or a chef. You're going to keep an eye on it. It's like, how is that enough olive in there? Is that enough chicken? Do I need to add more chicken? Do I need to add some tepanyad? Is it getting dry? Now, originally breadcrumb pasta, where they'd say add more oil. And you, you want to have a good oil content. You'll see a sheen, but you won't have too much. But now is when you say, oh, and the the pot's going to be warm still. So every once in a while, just drop a little olive juice in there and, and then say, okay, that's that's giving us the liquidity. We don't want it to be, you don't want it to be like soaking any juices, but you don't want everything to be drying out either. You want it to have a, um, a general moistness, I guess, uh, if that makes any sense. I'm not sure it does or not, but... Uh, and then give it a good stir. Now, now you're really working your forearms. It's almost like doing hammer curls or something, yeah. And then once they add a little tepanyad, let's add a little more olive juice. I always end up using all the olive juice. But like I said, I'm an olive man. You know, I love it. But yeah, we're going to stir that in. And very nice job. Very, very good technique you have. The technique you have is like... Uh, both classical, timeless, and a fusion of uh, a fusion of skill and beauty, if you don't mind me saying. But yeah, as we stir it and get it through, and we, where moistness is looking good, now it's hot. It's ready to serve, believe it or not. And then we come up to a couple more. Yeah, just scoop it out, and we'll put it on a plate. You could do a bowl, a plate. Um, you could serve it with a side of vegetables. I did not because... Uh, yeah, I guess normally, if we could take the time machine back again, what I would do is is have some broccoli. And when I drain the pasta, I would drain it into a bowl with the broccoli and just let the uh, boiling water cook the broccoli. It doesn't usually always cook it. cooks it to a little al dente broccoli level. But broccoli's healthy always. And that way you have, you, you're getting a bro, you know, broccoli, you're not, you, you know, you're, you're, uh, Preparing for a disaster by saving water, uh, in some sense, reusing it again, the pasta water on the broccoli. And a lot of recipes will tell you when you're making this type of stuff to reserve the pasta water, but we're using olive juice instead of water. It's also giving us more of a brine, salt, salt taste. So we're tasting, and then you could say, well, do I want, am I a cheese person or not? Now, I, I would... I tend to gravitate to the side of like, well, this has got olives. So I don't know about Parmesan, but a lot of people are Parmesan. And I like my Parmesan, but I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I like olives on pizza. Something about, uh, I just don't do it. I, I don't know why. I don't I don't know what to tell you. But I do have Parmesan here. If you would like some, you're welcome to it. And uh, wait a second, I hear something. Is that, is that, am I hearing that right? Do you hear that outside? It's singing. I'm a, I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride, and I'm wanted dead or alive, dead or alive. Walk these streets with a six-string on my back. I'm not playing for keeps, and I might not make it back. I've been everywhere, straveling tall, seen a million places, and I rocked them. Wait a second. Is that Dylan McDermott? Holy, wait, come on in, man. Hey, surprise. Dylan McDermott, how are you doing, man? Oh, D Dylan Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney, I'm sorry. 
you know, I, I haven't kidding you, folks. It's it's Dylan McDermott and Dermot Mulroney. They they they're best friends, believe it or not. And um, yeah, we'll, Dylan, we'll talk for a minute. Uh, yeah, and I know you you're you're a young gun to me. So yeah, uh, where's uh, the rest of Lou's coming? I, I think I hear a motorcycle. I would assume he would come on a motorcycle, on the back of a motorcycle. Okay, well, that's kind of cool. Emilio, he's probably directing something. Oh, he's come. He's with Lou. Lou, he's giving Lou a ride. And Char- Charlie, Char- wait, hey, Charlie, come on in, man. Yeah, have a seat. Yeah, wow, you look, you look, you look really good. No, no, it's, uh, listen, man, don't say that. You can show your face here anytime you want. I mean, uh, Walk these streets with a, a six something on my back, man. So you know, have you know, we're sustenance here, man. You know, we need you. To, this has got chicken thighs extra. There's some sort of omegas in there, probably. So have a seat. Um, you know, guys, you guys all know each other. Well, Lou and Emilio are here. Great, good to see you guys. Uh, yeah, you know, Emilio, you know, I walked in a, I was in a protest one time with your dad. I'm not trying to name drop because he, he was the, I wasn't, you know, I was uh, walking behind him, a ways behind him. But uh, I, I just want to say that because I really think he's a cool dude. Yeah. And that was before he was president. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just good to have you guys here. You know, you guys are like the, uh, you guys are still the young guns. Uh, you're like the, uh, young at heart guns. Is that, is that insulting? And then, um, Dylan, you're, you're like, uh, to me, you'll always be ready to spring a plan B on somebody and, you know, uh, you know, frame somebody. And for me, you're always a member of the practice, but I know your new show's ahead. People are raving about it to me. They say, have you seen that show yet? And uh, I think I have a crush on Maggie Q, even though I haven't seen the show. So that's another thing. Emilio, what are you working on now? I'd love to hear about it, you know, off there. And then I'll promote the hell out of it to the people I can. And uh, Charlie, uh, you know, you're you're in the right place right now, man. Around people that care about you. It's good to have you here. And you should check out my podcast, maybe. It's... Uh, um, I guess winning would not be a way to describe the sleeping, sleeping. That's my that's my imitation of you, sleeping. Uh, what what other ones did you have? You don't want to go there as dark times. Yeah, I understand. Um, Lou, you you're like the uh, the silent silent type, huh? You're laughing already, huh? Ba da 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 da, Lou Diamond. Lou Diamond, how you doing? Welcome to our pasta dinner. That was from La Bamba. Yeah, you knew that. But yeah, I didn't say it was good. I said it was from La Bamba. Well, guys, uh, let's enjoy this pasta. Hey, um, I'm going to, me and the young, hey, what do you guys think about being the young guns of disaster preparedness kits? We could do like a PSA together. And spread the word about uh, what do you guys what do you guys think about peanut butter in a disaster kit? Is that great or what? Shelf stable? Is is, is peanut butter shelf stable? 
And uh, I, I, would, I guess I, my, my main concern would be uh, can openers because I can barely open a can with a can opener to begin with. But, uh, uh, yeah, just you guys like that, huh? Hey, Lou, you want some more olives? Well, McDermott wants some olives. Mulrooney, McDermott. Mulrooney, McDermott. McDermott, Mulrooney. Uh, hey, Dylan, did you chew tobacco regularly or just in that movie? Because whenever I think about that movie, I think about you chewing tobacco. Are we missing any of the young guns? I think we are. Uh, and I hear a strange sound. It sounds like something counting down because, uh, oh, he's not coming. Uh, bummer. He's like Doc, right? Or, right? But you were Billy the Kid. He was Doc. He's not coming. That's a bummer. Because I heard that beep, beep, beep. I, said, I was ready to be like, and Mr. Jack, oh, he is Mr. Jack Bauer. How you doing? You don't like to be called that. Why? It was great, Kiefer. Uh, would you prefer I fixate on Lost Boys? No. Yeah, I'm just kidding, man. Good. Welcome. Good to see you. We got a. Uh, we got. Play. Are you a uh, Olive? What do you, what's your take on Parmesan? But we actually speaking of young guns of disaster preparedness. You know, with fantastical disasters striking within within every hour of a 24-hour period multiple times, uh, you know, you, you would be the, uh, you, know, you want to eat first before we talk about it. You've had enough of disasters. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you. Um, I'm glad you guys are here and I'm glad we made this past. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, you know, is, is that song from, uh, young guns or no? No, you're young gun. I know there's a young gun song. Was that by Bon Jovi? Young guns, where are the young guns? No, that's not how it goes. Uh, I I can picture you guys on the plains and horses. Dermot spitting. Uh, Dylan, no, Dur Dylan, Mark, Dermot, Dermot Mulroney, Dermot spitting tobacco, and uh, you looking pensive, Doc. And Lou, you looking like uh, the most compassionate one. Uh, Emilio, you looking cra you had crazy eyes in that. You were like the original crazy eyes. And Charlie, you were like the uh, strong silent. Well, maybe not silent. You were like the uh, you were like the uh, you were the face man, right? You still are, man. You look great. Serious. Um, so that's it. I'm glad everybody made it to dinner. Uh, steel horses, you guys ride. Well, I guess you and Emilio rode a steel horse here together. Um, I guess a steel horse, is it a bus or a uh, motorcycle? What do you guys think about that? What's the, uh, where do you stand? Uh, okay. Well, yeah, we're going to talk. Uh, well, so let me go back to my other audience. Excuse me, guys. Hey, guys, I'm going to work on the young guns of, uh, Disaster Preparedness Program, which may or may not be launching ever, but uh, we'll see what, you know, we'll see what I can, you know, get these guys into. And you just enjoy your pasta and enjoy your sleep. Hopefully you're sound asleep. You're dreaming of uh, a newly reinvigorated Charlie and uh, preparing uh, peanut butter and fish 
and other things for, uh, you know, in case of emergency. So thank you guys for listening and I hope you're asleep. Good night.